Lava Jesus Christus, Lama Navika, glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again doing another podcast. And um, hopefully everyone is doing well wherever they're listening from today. Uh, this is the start of the long weekend here in Canada. Uh, we are going to be celebrating Labor Day this weekend. So happy long weekend for everyone. Today I want to talk about um, just a simple thing about the Eucharist. Um, as you see the icon that's in front of you for those of you uh, watching the video. Um, the Holy Eucharist, what we celebrate every time we gather for Divine Liturgy. And, um, you know, Jesus, of course, giving his body and blood, um, you know, in the form of the bread and wine and consecrating it, saying, take my body for the forgiveness of sins, take my blood, you know, for the forgiveness of sins. What exactly does that mean to, for us today? You know, do we really understand the Eucharist as uh, Jesus presented it to us. Um, obviously, the Holy Eucharist is so very important for our salvation. You know, uh, many times, especially in the Gospel of John, Jesus tells us that if you do not eat my body and blood, you will have no life within you. And of course, it's not just the physical life he's talking about. He's talking about his spiritual life. And, um, that, that, that faith that we have, that when we come up for communion, when we come up for that Holy Eucharist, and it's actually, um, the priest through his words of con, through the consecration, um, consecrates it, uh, and, even though it still tastes like wine and bread, it is the spiritual, um, it's the spiritual food or nourishment for eternal life because Jesus is present in there. Jesus is present in that bread and wine to give us, um, to give us salvation, you know? So I think there's a couple of things that we have to remind ourselves of at this time when we, every time we come to celebrate the Eucharist, every time we come to celebrate the body and blood of Christ. So first of all, we should be coming to Eucharist worthily. That means if we have sins on our souls, if we have not gone to confession for a very long time, if we have, you know, um, hurt someone through our, our actions, our words, our, our thoughts, we should absolutely go to confession before we receive the Eucharist. Um, one thing we have to remember is also Jesus, uh, it, it's, or not Jesus, uh, St. Paul says in his epistle that anyone who receives the Eucharist unworthily, that is, 
that is without coming to confession first, going to receive communion with sins on their souls is basically um, making themselves unworthy of the heavenly kingdom because we are <laughs> we are uh, pretending that we ha- do not sin. We are pretending that we are sinless and we are receiving this great gift of God unworthily. We are receiving this great gift of God um, with the knowledge that we think that we we don't sin. And that's this wrong. That's totally wrong, you know. And again, the priests are not to judge to who receives Eucharist, who comes up and, and we give the, the the Eucharist to the people. We cannot judge them. We do not know what's going on in their life. But it's so important for us to remember that before we receive the Eucharist, before we receive that body and blood of Christ, that special gift of eternal life, we have to be pure. We have to be cleansed of our sins. We have to be um, making sure that all of our sins are confessed. That we are, we are, uh, not holding anything in our soul that is unhealthy for us, that is unworthy of the heavenly kingdom. So this is so important for us to remember. You know, Eucharist is not, you know, everyone thinks, well, I can just go up. I'm baptized. I, I can receive it whenever I want. Well, we have to be careful about that. We have to be so careful because to receive it with uh, mortal sins in our souls, to receive the Eucharist thinking that we are sinless, is this a mistake on our part? You know, So we need to go, to go to confession more often. We definitely have to go to confession very often in order to receive the Eucharist worthily. So the second thing uh, that we should remember about the Eucharist is that it is always going to be the body and blood of Christ. So we have to uh, treat it worthily. You know, we can't just treat it like ordinary food, like we eat at home and, you know, pretend that uh, if it's, it's this, is this the food? Is this the food for our bodies? And no, it's not. It's more than that. It's much more greater than this the ordinary food that we eat at home. This is the body and blood of Christ. So we have to treat it with great respect. We have to treat it with great dignity and, and know that this is God in the, in, in, uh, present among us this is god right there so what i mean by that is that there are often times when you know especially during this covid period where we uh you know we are so afraid of getting sick with covid and all these regulations and rules that we have to follow which is fine you know 
the government gives us regulations we have to follow for, you know, over a year. And even still people are scared today of getting sick from the Eucharist. You can't get sick from the Eucharist. That is, that is, uh, false belief. How can you possibly get sick from the Eucharist? How can you get sick from God being inside of you? You know, that, that is, that is just a totally ridiculous notion that people have. That you're gonna get sick from, you know, from getting the Eucharist, from, from, uh, uh, sharing the same cup or a spoon or whatever. How can you possibly get sick from Jesus Christ? You know, think about that for a second. It's, it's very, very, um, <laughs> uh, un- unfortunate that we are putting our human values upon God. We are putting our human values upon something so special, um, something so glorious in our churches, you know? And so many people, I think for the rest of their lives, they're going to have this, uh, this fear, this fear of, of Eucharist, of, of sharing the Eucharist with other people because of COVID and other things that are going to come in the world. You know, it, it's, it, this, is this very unfortunate that we are having this feeling right now? You know, this, this understanding that we're going to get, you know, we're, somehow we're going to get sick from the Eucharist if we share the same chalice with other people. It's not. We can't. The Eucharist can never make us sick. You know, the Eucharist can't give, make us <laughs> any sicker spiritually than we already are, you know? So we, we have to, we have to really think about that when we approach the Eucharist. Are we, do, what is our mind? What is our thoughts about it? It is it, do we understand what the Eucharist really is? Do we understand how special it is that God is right in the midst? Something to think about there. And another thing about the Eucharist is that, you know, it, it's so special that we can't, again, treat it like, like it's this some, some normal ordinary food, like I was saying earlier. You know, when we come up to that Eucharist, we have to be prepared for it. You know, did we go to confession if we could? Did we, um, you know, fast before liturgy? You know, some people who are sick, that's fine. You know, they, like, if I'm diabetic myself, so if I have to eat because I get dizzy, I eat a little bit fine. But for the most part, can we, can we prepare ourselves for this glorious, um, Eucharist every time we go to church? And not just, you know, do things until the very last minute, come to church when I know after the priest starts the liturgy and, you know, we'll look at our watch, look around, get bored and, and then just go up to Eucharist and go home and not do any prayer again for the next week. 
That's not really how we should be living our Christian life. You know, prepare ourselves. Take 20 minutes before liturgy and do a prayer. Think, reflect upon your week. Reflect upon how we are, um, how we are helping or not helping other people around us. Did we forgive? Did we make amends for the people we hurt? Did we do something special for our, the people around us, even our enemies, you know? Think about those things. Uh, we can't just go to the Eucharist and, 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 and just say, well, I'm just gonna, you know, uh, think about other things during this liturgy. I'm just going to, you know, uh, be bored as heck. I'm just going to think of all the, uh, human things that I have to deal with. And I know this, this get this over with. No, that's not the proper, that's not the proper way to approach Eucharist. Not the proper way at all to approach Eucharist. You know, when the priest says, approach with the fear of God and with faith, the fear of God, God is present at that very moment. God is always present, but especially in that Eucharist. He is present in that the Eucharist that we receive. So let's receive it with holiness, not with, you know, chewing gum or or having candy in our mouth or, you know, this, all kinds of things that priests see these days. It's just, this is very unfortunate how we disrespect the church and the Eucharist in our society today. No, we can't do that. We have to treat it as God in the flesh. God is right there. So how would we treat, you know, the, a special guest in our life? You know, how do we treat the, the, uh, the Pope that comes? Would we treat them with that much disrespect as we treat the Eucharist? I sure hope not, you know? So some things to think about as we go on our day. The Eucharist is very special for us. And we have to treat it accordingly.